Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. Good morning to you. I'm Dr. Vincent Medici. Well, guys, you forced me to do this show. I didn't want to do another show on COVID, and I'm not. I'm doing it on the variant, and I have to because you forced me to do it. There is just too much nonsense out there. I'm sure you're hearing it. It's circulating. You're being affected by it. You might even be frightened by it, and you don't need to be. Now, I want anyone new to the show or anyone that hasn't done this so far, I want you to check back on my website. That's straightdoc.cc back in April of 2020. Remember that? April of 2020? We locked down on March 8th of 2020. We got the good news from Sacramento. Well, by April of 2020, I was doing shows telling you how this was being exaggerated and where the lies were. And if you go back to April, May, June, July of 2020, relentlessly each week, I hit you with the same thing basically in different formats. And point number one was we didn't take the hint. We didn't take the hint. I was the first person to tell you this. Check my references. I was the first person to tell you that the hint we didn't take is by the second month we knew, oddly, that this virus, wild-type COVID, wasn't affecting children, you know, the little toddlers. This is odd because they didn't appear to be vulnerable as compared to the flu, the seasonal flu, to which they are more vulnerable than adults. But it was the opposite here. It's the opposite still to today, and what we didn't realize that I told you you needed to consider is that the difference is their T-cell. T is in Thomas. Their innate immunity, not their adaptive, not their humoral immunity. I made a distinction that their first line of defense, their first form of immunity using T-cell, not B as in boy, but T as in Thomas, that their T-cell immunity was way more stronger than your average adult. That while the opposite is true about kids, their B as in boy, adaptive immunity, is weaker, their first-line immunity, T-cell, is much stronger. And one reason is their thymus glands are much larger. Now, this was dumb dog, kindergarten, obvious to me, but then again, this is me. Go back, listen, April, May of 2020, you wouldn't and couldn't have heard it anywhere. No one was saying it. I did a massive seminar, a zoom anar back in April, trying to explain that. Those of you who attended, good for you. And what I was saying, ultimately, in hindsight, was absolutely correct. 
kids to date have never been threatened. Masks, no masks, lockdown, no lockdown. Sweden is the classic example. No one can argue Sweden right now. At least that under the age of 20, no one got sick in Sweden. No kiddie school shutdowns, no masks, no social distancing, no nothing. Just what Gasek and Tegnell said, wash your hands. I told you this. The second thing I told you then is when you looked for antibodies, you weren't going to find them. And that this concept of herd immunity, meaning we were going to let the virus mix in, and because we all mixed, even though the lockdown prevented that, that eventually the mixing of us would achieve herd immunity. And I told you that so many people never needed their antibodies because that's a B, as in boy cell, humoral adaptive immune system, second line defense phenomenon. And the vast majority of people were so strong and this virus was relatively so weak that if they got exposed, they would never use their antibodies. The T cells, as in Thomas, would eat the virus. And if you tried to test for B cells, you weren't going to find them. I told you that way early on. So that when Sweden, about eight months into the pandemic, Sweden, Tegnell and Gesek, when they defied the rest of the world and said, we are not shutting down, we are not doing social distancing, we are not forcing masks. When Sweden then, expecting to see herd immunity by testing for antibodies, started taking large samples of people to prove that, yes, they had achieved herd immunity, they were very, very disappointed in their results instead of 40 to 50 percent immunity being reached they had about seven percent and the rest of the world said to sweden hey sweden you see unnecessary deaths high cost of life and your plan didn't work well fortunately sweden stuck to its guns because now in hindsight sweden's done very 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 well there are 17 countries in europe that have far worse results than Sweden, England being one of them. But my point to you is you weren't going to find herd immunity measured via the B as in boy cells. And I told you that. Now I'm going to tell you something about the variant. And I'm not the only guy saying the variant is being misunderstood and ill-communicated through globalist media. I'm not the only person saying this, but I'm one of the few saying what I'm about to say to you today. Number one, variants need incubation phases. So when a new virus comes into the population, a lockdown, a worldwide lockdown, gives the variant time, gives the wild type time to figure out how to mutate into the variant. Now, mutagenicity of a virus is not only a function of time, it's a function of many things. But one thing mutagenicity 
of a wild-type virus is a function of is time. The more time you give it, the more likely you're going to get a variant. That's not hard to figure out. You don't have to be an epidemiologist, an infection disease scientist, some researcher to understand that. You just have to use your head. Yeah, your head, your common sense, something that at least CNN and our political system doesn't appear to want us to use. You just have to use your head to understand that if you want to stop drugs in a neighborhood and you come in and you take out half the drug dealers, but you leave the other half, then you come back later and you take out a percentage, but you leave the rest and you keep doing that. In other words, you keep knocking out a little bit, but not all of it. If you keep doing that, the survivors are going to find a better way to resist your attack. That's called mutation. Metaphorically, it's called mutation. We create these variants by crafting health policies that don't work, and the lockdown is one great example. That's what the Barrington Doctrine Sinatra Gupta, Martin Koldoff, Jay Bachara, Ben David Israel, Newt Wachowski, John Ioannidis out of Stanford. And the list goes on and on and on. You can tell me I'm wrong. You can't, but you could. You can tell me I haven't spent the last 40 years in epidemiology, but you can't tell that to the people I just listed. America, wake up. Who are these people online? Wrapped in their masks. Teenagers. Petrified of something no worse than the flu. If you've had a vaccine and it's at least half efficacious, that variant will be a sniffle. And it is the unfortunate choice of the media to find the exception to that rule. And there are always exceptions to that rule. You can die from salt. You can die from too much water. You can die because a meteor hits you in the head. You can die because a plant, a flower pot, tips off the ledge of an apartment building and cracks you over the skull. You can die from anything. It's the unfortunate choice of the media to remind you of all these anomalies, but statistically... If you have had a vaccine, that variant is going to be very weak. But out of 330 million people and a healthcare system hell-bent on taking the exception and making it appear like the rule and then shoving it down your throat 24-7 on the boob tube and the other idiotic media platforms, well, what is this really? It's a PSYOP. Problem's not COVID. Problem's not the variant. The danger is that you flip. You flip out. Now it's the vaccine mandate. You're going to lose your job. You may have lost your job. You may have been told to leave and that this is going to sweep through the entire nation. You're going to get one or two corporations that are going to have to turn this around eventually because enough people are going to get sick of it. Remember, they're not winning because if you listen, if you ask, if you go out there, if you measure, if you use your head, if you stay calm, if you do the math, at best, 40% of America has been vaccinated. 
and depending on the neighborhoods. The hood? The hood's not getting vaccinated. The hood is smart. You survive the hood, and you know not to trust public institutions for very good reasons. You ain't going to vaccinate the hood. Yeah, you're going to get some examples, but you're not going to succeed. And Orange County here, Corona Del Mar, Laguna, at least half of those people are not going to get the vaccine. How are you going to enforce a vaccine mandate? Are these businesses going to risk the loss of the competitive edge in business when it's hard enough to stay in business? These businesses are going to really participate in some health policy that's an absolute lie to make sure that half of their potential clientele doesn't spend money there if they're not vaccinated? Are you kidding me? What's the threat here? The threat is is that you believe this garbage. Let's go back to the variant. Number one, anyone in virology, anyone in epidemiology will tell you variants are usually more contagious. Is this variant more contagious? Yes. So what? So what? So what? So what that it's more contagious? Because it's weaker than the flu. Now, you can say the wild type for certain segments of the population is stronger than the flu. You can say the infection fatality rate, the IFR, not the case mortality rate, the infection fatality rate, the real number, the percentage of people that get the virus in their body that die, the infection fatality rate. You can say that's a little higher than the flu, especially if you get into immunocompromised people over the age of 70. You can say that, but you cannot say that about the variant. What you can do is find that one unfortunate person that died of it, if it's even the truth, if the death certificate has not been slanted and lied about, as was the CDC's mandate Now, to basically say since 2020 that death with the virus is the cause of death. It's never like that. If it was like that for the flu, the 2018 flu would have taken 500, 600,000 instead of a 100,000 count the CDC listed back in 2018. If they had changed the way, the formatting, the mandates through which doctors were told to fill out a death certificate for the flu, you would have seen the parallel between the flu, the flu we've always had, the flu we never mandated vaccines for, the flu no one ever got vaccines for except people that perhaps should, the elderly who are immunocompromised. You would see, you would have seen that flu is about the same as this wild type COVID. Now the variant, are you kidding me? What have we done to the population that there are enough people capable of being deceived by something this stupid. If you can't figure out that when they tell you the COVID vaccine is 95% effective and then they drop it to 50 to 60 to 40% to the variant and that the variant is that much weaker, even though it's that much more contagious, leaves you with maybe a sniffle or two, saves some anomalies, and you can't figure that out and you're 20 years old and you work or are online at Starbucks with a mask on that doesn't even work anyway? What have we done? 
fellow Christians, we are accountable for this. We are accountable. There are too many Christian teenagers who have been sucker-punched by these lies. What have we done? And we have to start thinking. Because this does not stop until we act. Pastor Jack Hibbs, despite wonderful commentary, where is the movement in the Christian church among the big pastors to unify Christians politically to make sure that our voices are heard because we are being lied to. And it's not going to stop. And we sit back in our car seats, listen to the news, get entertained and flip it off because it isn't costing us any skin. But it is. It is costing us skin. And we have other states to follow. This isn't happening in Florida. It's not happening in Texas. It's not happening in South Dakota. But this beautiful, wonderful state, this beautiful, wonderful city of the angels, what are we allowing? Anybody in epidemiology will tell you that the virus as a variant is going to be more contagious and less dangerous. Anybody. So what the hell are we concerned about? Now go to India. Look at India. Remember India two, three months ago? The Indians came out of lockdown. They forced a mutation. And the Delta variant spiked the death rates for a little while. It was the back end of the mutation they created by militant lockdown. Militant lockdown. I know what happened in India, believe me. I have friends in India. I have friends in Mumbai. I got videos. I got pictures. I got day-to-day -day accounts. India is militant. Unfortunately, it appears life is cheap. If you defied a lockdown in India at the peak last year, they swept you off the street. You were not seen after that. You were put in the equivalent of a FEMA camp. I had a friend tell me point blank in a penthouse in Mumbai that the police came, the officials dragged out a four-year-old boy who had had the virus, recovered in less than a week, was perfectly normal, but because word shot out in the complex that a kid had COVID, they took the kid away. That's how bad it was in India when the migrant workers, the non-Indian citizens there to try to live, to survive, had nowhere to go. When the lockdown went in and said clear the streets, they were swept up and put in FEMA camps. That's India. Well, India created its own mutation. The Delta variant. You heard about it. Go on World Dominer and look at India now. There was a little spike in death, and it's gone. It's gone. All that news about some country far away. And look at what the global media does. And if you look at the statistics, go ahead and do it. Do it. Stick these boobs and their face flat into a computer screen and ask them to take a look on World Dometer so that they can understand what happened in India. Well, guess what? That little spike in death, the little spike, 
And it was a little spike. It was far, 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 far less than when wild type hit India. It's gone now. Zero. And that's what's going to happen here. It'll happen. So what's going on now? Vaccine cards. You're going to go into your local deli, your local Italian deli, your pizzeria. Because you need food for your children, because you're hungry at lunch. And the guy that owns the pizzeria is going to come up to you with two bouncers that he's hired at 500 a day. And he's going to say, you can't come in here and have a slice of pizza because you haven't shown your vaccine card. Oh, yeah, but I'm a teacher and the union told me I need another job. And that's what's going to happen everywhere. It's not. Listen, I've been through this. You've been through this. You've been through this with AIDS. Now, listen. Listen to me. A lot of what I understood about COVID, I understood because I was a boy. I was 20 when HIV hit America. And I saw people like Fauci, and he was one of them. Within two years, they had this entire nation. If you were over the age of 50 years old, you remember this. If you were over the age of 60, you darn well better remember this. If you were 70, you darn well better remember this. We were told by the CDC and all the infectious disease guys back in 1982, 83, 84, that soon, shortly, half of America would have AIDS. We were told this. And they were lying. And it never happened. It never happened. It never came close. And doctors, like the ones that funded the great Barrington Doctrine, Sunutra Gupta, Ioannidis, Jay Bacharya, Martin Kolderoff out of Harvard. Those doctors were there back in the early 80s, and they were saying the same thing about HIV. They were saying, we don't even know if HIV causes AIDS, and as far as half of America succumbing to AIDS, as we saw, say, in Uganda in the AIDS belt, this, they said, is a is a joke. It's a lie. Don't tell Dr. Anthony Fauci that, though. He was part of that consortium. He was part of that consortium of lying filth. Today owned by the Chinese government. Not conspiratorial. Not conspiratorial. If a bunch of Jews in Berlin in 1931 sat at a tea house and got word that guys like Hitler and Goebbels and Hess and Himmler were running around preaching anti-Semitic information, and those Jews said, there is trouble coming. Was that conspiratorial? Don't you think they were told that was conspiratorial? Don't you think those Jews pre-Hitler, just at the cusp of one of the great human tragedies, don't you think those Jews were accused of conspiratorial talk? Those Jews, had they seen that, would have been out of Germany. And lots of them did see it. And it wasn't conspiratorial. The writing is on the wall. We are being lied to. Now, I know, because I'm your generation. I am your generation. I really didn't give a hoot about politics. Both sides lie. From the Joe Bidens and the Barack Obamas to the rhino Republicans. 
But we have gotten to the point where we have birthed an honest group of politicians. Rand Paul Jr., our buddy DeSantis down in Florida. There is a new breed. Because there's only so far you can lie, you can stretch the truth, but when you lie that flagrantly, there's a point where it all collapses, and in the end, we're going to have to deal with this. So here's the thing about the variant. Anybody will tell you, variants are weaker but more contagious. If you're over 70, if you're scared, if you've had the vaccine... This variant is weak, and we have the statistics if you look at the amount of death and ICU across the nation, it's very low. It isn't near what it was even back then in the heyday of the wild type. So why are we still in a state of panic now? Because this is a PSYOP, guys. Now, this is what I'm going to leave you with. This is your job. You look up the word cytokine storm. Cytokine storm simply means that when that virus gets into your body, your macrophages, your innate immunity, your first line of defense, sees it and starts making something called a cytokine. Those cytokines are pro-inflammatory. We call them mediators. They enhance the buildup of immune system cells to go after a virus it just so happens and this again i will put my name on is what you're not being told anywhere and once again i deliver it to you ahead of the curve this virus for whatever reason its sequence perhaps because our immune system's never seen it perhaps because it's been genetically engineered out of wuhan another story this particular virus, COVID, our immune system goes ballistic. And when it does, we produce a powerful immune response. Well, then why do so many people die? Well, even if that's true, death certificate lies accounted for. But even if that's true, and it is true, it is true, it is true. You are more in danger than the flu if you are over 70 and you're immunocompromised. If you are sick and you get COVID, that ain't good. But what you have to understand is it's not the virus that kills you. No, it's your immune system that can't turn off. Your immune system can't turn off. And your immune system and its inability to slow itself down before it turns your lungs to jelly is a function of the autonomic nervous system. You are in shock. You've lived in shock. We have become so stressed as a culture that once we blow the whistle on a threatening virus, we are so in shock from the world we've created around us that we can't shut our own immune system off. It's an autoimmune holocaust that takes us down, not the virus. That's what cytokine storm is. You take what I said everywhere. You preach it. You send it to your pastor. You put it on the press. You send it to your doctors. You send them to the show to listen. Cytokine storm is the inability of an immune system to turn itself off because people live in sympathetic dominant shock. 
It's the collapse of the vagus nerve that will collapse our nation. Oddly, science rules. 714-850-1007. 714-850-1007. If you're lost in health, you need counsel to see what we can do for you and your body so it can fix itself the way God intended. Call that number. We'll see you next week. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.